We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the NBA Front Office Show. I'm Trevor Lane. You can find me on, tw- on Twitter at Trevor underscore Lane. Joined by Kate Smith at Kate Smith NBA. Final four are set. Four teams remaining in the NBA playoffs. We're going to talk a little bit about, about that. We'll talk a bit about the news. A uh, number of things to get into. Keith, we're starting a new week. This is going to be a good one. This is an exciting time in the post. This is the point where we don't have games coming like every single day. We're, we were hit that stretch, which is great, by the way. I know you've been bemoaning the lack of games recently. But I I enjoy being able to really drill down into each game and the beginning of the postseason, the games are coming so fast and furious that it's hard to really lock into every single series series. And, uh, but now I think we can, we can kind of do that. We can really lock into these matchups. Yeah. And, and to be clear, I am ready for the night off tonight. Like, <laughs> I, I just, I need a night to breathe. And I know, I know we didn't have any games on Saturday uh, either. So, but that was still, you know, we, like just tonight's going to be a nice night to, to relax. And then, yeah. And then it's basically every other day uh, from here till we get to the finals matchups being set. So I'm super excited. I, uh, you know, I, I gotta admit, I'm a little surprised when the Celtics were down three, two and playing like crap in game six, uh, they're still here. Uh, when your team was uh, metaphorically down three, two in like March and yeah, <laughs> playing like crap. Right. And they, they, you know, rally back that they're still here, but you know, that the, the, our, our ever present dream of Celtics Lakers to break the title tie is, is still alive somehow. It is still alive though. The, uh, the, the odds, according to Vegas, the highest odds of happening, it's Denver Boston uh, in the finals. And then after that, it's Boston LA. After that, it's, it's LA Miami, I believe. Or no, no. After that would be Denver Miami, and then and then LA Miami being the least likely in terms of what what's going to happen here. But um, this could happen. We could wind up with Lakers versus Celtics with eighteen on the line. I have a feeling the league offices would not be too upset if that was the the situation. I think you might be right. Hey, you and all the uh, Nuggets and Heat fans are like, yeah, we know, right? Like, <laughs> right. Know. Like it's going to be you know one call. You know, it's going to be a uh, you know Nikola Jokic hammers Anthony Davis into the eighth row of the seats, and it's gonna be like, that was barely a foul. Like they just want the Lakers, right? It's just going to be crazy stuff like that over the next uh, you know couple weeks here. But 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 we'll see, man. I'm I'm excited for it. But yeah, but there's. 
we, we got there. You know, we've got a million other things going on with some of the teams that were recently yep. eliminated, as well as a, a story I would I would have hoped we would never have to talk yes. about again. And yet here we are, you know, only scam months later, and we get back into it. Let's bite the bullet and just and just get it done then. Um, John Morant. Instagram live. Um, on it wasn't in a club this time, but a similar situation. He's on Instagram live and can be seen brandishing a gun, right? Um, there was the guy, the guy that was, I believe he was driving and, and was filming, like realized really quickly that Jaw had pulled the gun out and took it, took the camera off of him. I don't know if Jaw didn't know they were live or, or and thought where they were just recording a video or what the situation was, but people noticed, people saw it. Um, and the Grizzlies have already suspended John Morant from all team activities. And now the NBA and the Grizzlies are going to do an investigation and we'll see what happens. Keith, there was what an eight game suspension last time around. I would have to imagine jaw is going to miss some time at the beginning of this next season. Yeah, I think so too. In the eight games, it's important to remember they gave him credit for five games, like kind of time served because he had sat out voluntarily um, during that stretch of time too. So the league is not going to be as lenient this time around. And, and we're going to get people who are going to say, did he break any laws? Like who says you, you know, can't have a gun. And one, we don't know where that video was taken, right? We don't know if it was or when or when, um, well, I know it, it was live. We, we people, do know when people know when. Yeah, uh, yeah, but we don't know where they were. But let's even presume he was in a you know place where let's assume the gun is legal and registered and, and, and registered to him and, and all that. Right? No, he did not break any crimes. But the NBA has rules and regulations beyond uh, the laws, and that's just the reality of how it works. It's it's the same as any business. You you know if if your business says you know we wear blue shirts on Tuesdays and you show up in a red shirt. And they say, you got to go home. You can't work today. Well, then that's mm-hmm. how it is, right? And it's obviously that's an extremely minor thing compared to what John Morant did. But, you know, the league has rules and the, they kind of be all end all of the commissioner's powers in every single sport worldwide is for the good of the game or the good of the league or whatever it is. So if Adam Silver determines John Morant flashing a gun is not for the good of the NBA as a whole, he can punish him to whatever extent he wants. Then it becomes, does the Players Association fight it? Does John Morant fight it? You know, where do we go from there? So this is, that's where this is going to be, punishment-wise. Now, the mm-hmm. last thing I want to say is, what are you doing? Like, yeah. what, what are you doing, man? Like, pick better friends that aren't going to put you on camera. You know, be smarter yourself. Like, all these things together. If you want to, you know, play with your guns and you know, do, just stay home and tell your friends, Hey, no phones. Right. Like, like we're going to do whatever. Like, I don't like then do whatever you want, but like, I just, you just did it. And then what's so disappointing to me is he used in his apology, like mental health related things as terminology yep. to work on. And that's not okay. Like you, you can't just throw that around and then be there. And, and you now, now if, that is true and you need to do that. Sorry, but your your four days in a treatment facility wasn't enough. You'll go check yourself back in for a lot longer period of time. But this is just just dumb. I mean, there's no other way to put it. It's just dumb. Like and, and it's dumb and upsetting. And I hate to hate everything about it. it. It really is. It's um, I mean, just a, a terrible decision, obviously. And and again, the only thing I could think of is he thought they were recording a video and not streaming a video. 
which would be two two very different different things. But still, even so, even so, even so, like you can't do that. You can't put yourself at risk like that in this situation. Your team, your organization, the league. This is a guy who could be the face of the NBA or one of the faces of the of the NBA. And now here we are in the a, such a similar situation to the one we were in not that long ago, just a few months ago. Um, again, like you said, it's just dumb. It was it was, it was just a, not a smart decision to make. And people will, will point to, they'll say, well, what about this? What about that? What about, oh, but but people take pictures with guns all the time, right? Or what if, what if I saw this argument, what if Ja had a YouTube channel where he displayed guns and showed how to properly load them and, and clean them and all that sort of stuff? Right. I, I, fine right yeah, but that's that's very different than and we don't know if the guns loaded or not but that's very different than yep. swinging a gun around in in a moving vehicle right yeah. like that's that's a completely different situation and the context is totally different as well um it's just i mean my goodness I, the grizzlies the grizzlies have got to be losing their minds if taylor jenkins has any hair left at this point i, I will be shocked i think everything's been pulled out by now i am like of a mindset too of as long as everything's above board and legal, I don't care if he has guns. Yeah. Go go you know, have guns. I mean, I'm not gonna turn the whole show into a political rant about that no. stuff, but if, if it's legal and you want to have a gun, you are you know perfectly entitled to it. But it seems like now you're just pulling your gun out whenever there's a chance to look cool or something i i don't understand and it's the same thing as you know well all these people post for christmas cards holding their yeah. you know ar 15s well you know what personally i think that's stupid too and if that yeah. loses a couple people from you know supporting me so be it you know I, I just you know i don't get it right i you know do what you need to do if that's where you are but if he wants to own a gun i have no problem with that own a gun be a responsible gun owner do your thing but it's like well like you just got in trouble for this major, major trouble. It might've cost him $40 million in terms of all NBA selection. Correct. Probably makes all NBA. If he doesn't miss all that time, that's where he was headed. That's where his team was headed record wise in him. Statistically, he was probably going to be all NBA and without a doubt that costs him, you know, votes, the time missed and everything, put it all together. He did not make all NBA. His contract did not go uh, up to the next tier. Fine. If you want to say, I don't care about the money. Great. Yeah, that's good. Maybe a lot less of us should care about the money. But the reality is what you did was dumb and it was stupid. Mm -hmm. And for a whole lot of other reasons, it wasn't smart. And and to your point, yeah, miss me with all the, well, what if he's a gun collector? Fine. Collect guns. That's not what this was. Like, Collecting not, guns doesn't give you the, yeah. the right to be irresponsible with them. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, and on top of it, Again, you were already told don't do this, and then you just did it again. Like you have a problem yeah. now. The problem is you, and maybe the problem is the people around you or you. But clearly, your buddy was like, "Hey, dude, don't have your gun out. Like, what are you doing?" Yeah. But too late. It was already the the damage was done. And here's the other thing: the internet sees all, and they remember everything. Mm -hmm. You know, we, you and I tweet enough during games and during things where we say some things and we get it all thrown back at us all the time. Oh yeah. Well, yep. Better believe somebody who's got, you know, way, you know, 20 times the following you and I could ever hope to have, you know, on all these different social media channels, people are going to see it. Like just be, be smarter, man. Like you just got to be smarter.
Yeah, absolutely. This is going to be uh, this is going to be a big deal for for yep. the Grizzlies to deal with uh, next season. It's not just unfortunate that that's where we're at. You know, you can you can collect Jock can collect sports cars. Doesn't give him the right to go 150 miles an hour nope. on the freeway. Can't do yep. it. Can't do it. All right, let's move on. The Suns have decided to fire Monty Williams. The Suns getting eliminated by the Denver Nuggets in round two. Obviously, they made the big trade at like one in the morning to get Kevin Durant. One of my one of my favorite moments from this year, just in terms of shock factor. Um, they make that Kevin Durant trade. Great live show to watch, by the way, if you oh. want to have some fun, because we were super duper punchy. As Sleep like deprived. <laughs> running on adrenaline. That was that was a good time. But um, but Kevin, Dur that trade is not looking quite as good. Now, and we'll see. Obviously, next season, I think the Suns are going to be a deeper team next season because you can get some of those ring chaser types to come in um, for minimum money. Uh, I think that's what I'm predicting is going to happen with the Suns this summer. But I'm not surprised. Like, people look at Monty and go, well, this is a good head coach. You know, there was there were a number of teams that wanted Monty Williams. You know, this is a good head coach. And I don't think he's going to be unemployed for long. I think there, you know, there's already teams, we can talk about the Bucks who are going to be very seriously interested in Monty, but you could see this coming when ownership changed because typically when a new group comes in, what do they want to do? They want to put in their people. They want to make their decisions. They want to be able to say, see, I, I did this, I did this, I did this, and not just stick with what the pre previous regime had. So I think the writing was kind of on the wall that unless you got a really deep run here from Phoenix, there was probably going to be some kind of a move like this made. And so ultimately Matt Ishbia decided that Second round, not good enough, and uh, we're going to make a change. And now the Suns are going to have a new head coach next year. Yeah, and I'm glad you phrased it that way, that it was Matt Ishbia who decided because there was some weird stuff with the reporting around this. There was, was an article written by ESPN by Woj, and it said in the article, Matt Ishbia has assumed full control of the basketball operations of the Phoenix Suns. Now, to be fair, every owner has full control, right? True. They, they, they make have final say. Decisions. Right. It's, you know, nobody fires a coach without the owner weighing in. Nobody makes a big mm -hmm. trade, even a minor trade without the owner weighing in and saying, yeah, I'm good with it. Move along. I'm good with paying five million extra dollars yeah. or whatever to get this play that you have to you have to go through ownership for that. kind exactly. of Exactly. And some owners are very like, yeah, if that's what you think. I'm hands off. Do your thing. And others are very, very involved. But either that was inaccurate or somebody didn't like it because that was removed by like the next morning from the article uh, that was you know, well uh, chronicled by several people, including side-by-side -side screenshots. Because again, if it's on the internet, it lives forever. So now what I will say with this is, one, this is how the NBA works now. It is more than ever. It is a what have you done for me lately league. Bonnie uh -huh. Williams was coach of the year a couple of years ago, got his team in the finals a couple of years ago, fell short the last two years in both of their elimination games were embarrassing losses where they got absolutely destroyed and no showed. Yeah. The other thing that, that we can get into here is, you know, James Jones, you're next, right? Just yeah. the reality. Uh -huh. the owner, he didn't hire you. He inherited you. It's the same thing as when a new GM takes over, they want to pick their coach. New coach comes in, he wants to get some of the players that he wants to get. Uh, there are major changes coming for this Suns team. I think the only two uh, remotely untouchables on that roster, Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, yep. everything else in play. We'll see where it goes from, from there. They've got a lot of stuff to do and not a lot of time to do it in. Free agency opens in a month and a half. Like, Keith, this as is crazy as it is, but that's where we are. 
if you are an NBA team right now and you have a head coaching vacancy, this isn't a bad year to do it. I mean, yeah. Monty, Monty, Nick Nurse, Mike Budenholzer, like there's some some top level coaches yeah. that are going to be out there on the market. Uh, I mean, we already saw Emi Odoka land, land with the Rockets. Like there's there's going to be this is interesting to see not just how many jobs have already opened up, but how many coaches where that are generally seen in a positive light are now on the market and, and available. Yeah. I mean, even go back to a guy, you know, I think we both like Frank Vogel. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Hanging out there and still, you know, he maybe isn't the youngest, but near the youngest of that whole crew of guys, probably you know, right in that range. Doc Rivers could be available. So yeah, you know, I think that's know, probably going to happen today. I, yeah, we'll see. Probably news on that will come down the minute we stop recording. I'm sure. Because that's just how it goes. But yeah, man, if you need a coach, there's some good ones you know, out there. And it's, you know, mm-hmm. some of the guys are, they're all different, right? Some like Mike Budenholzer seen as a floor raiser, right? He's going to raise your floor in the regular season and then maybe have enough. But Phoenix is in an interesting spot. The last thing I want to say on this one is it, you're kind of right on the trade piece. I still think you make the trade, right? But it's this is what happens when you give up every pick and you give up good young players. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't work, it there, there's only you know the highest of success or failure, right? There's yeah. no real in between. And right now the Suns are teetering on the failure part of it. And part of that is Durant's older. You've got a lot of roster holes to plug and fill and change and, you know, minimal means to do it with. So, you know, it's a lot of stuff coming here for the Suns. All right, let's finish up just by talking NBA playoffs in general. So we have Denver and the La- versus the Lakers. We have the Celtics against the Heat. Uh, Keith, the bubble, it was legit. <laughs> <laughs> we have the same four as we saw in, in the bubble in 2020. Uh, here we are right back at it again. Uh, is there anything to take away from that, the fact that we have the exact same four, or is it just coincidence? Yeah, I think it's... I mean, mostly coincidence. I mean, the Lakers and Celtics have changed quite a bit since then, other than their top guys. Uh, They both have new coaches. Uh, Denver and Miami haven't changed as much, right? (laughs) They Mm -hmm. are, you know, not exactly the same, obviously, but somewhat similar. I did think it was funny. Someone noted each team still has their top two guys. From that year, right? Everybody still get the same top two guys. So I don't know if they're suggesting we just play two on two and uh, call, call it done. And, <laughs> and NBA jam good. style. Yeah, right. Yeah, that'd be fun, man. That would like, be fun. Yeah, five point shots and all sorts of craziness. Um, but maybe they lower the baskets to like eight feet so you can get those ones where the guy jumps twenty feet because <laughs> you know it, it at least simulates that, right? But all right, we don't have time for that kind of tangent today. <laughs> We're pressed for time. Um. Yeah, I, I think these are, you know, through the the kind of you know run of the playoffs, these have been the best you know four teams mm-hmm. left. I, I know that's easy to say because of the four teams left, but they they really have been the best four teams through the through the run of the playoffs. And you know they haven't. I mean, the Celtics haven't made it easy on themselves. The others, you know, kind of have ish to some extent. You know, they've rolled a little bit smoother into the into the conference finals. But yeah, I'm really really looking forward to to all of you know, that this, these games, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to indeed data, 
and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So, Keith, this is something that I brought up on yesterday's uh, Lakers Nation uh, podcast, which actually came out this morning. But um, there's there's the sentiment out there that what has happened with obviously Boston was the two seed, Denver's the one seed, but the Lakers being the seventh seed, the Heat being the eighth seed, and both teams being here in the conference finals. That what this does is it further supports the idea that the regular season does not matter. Do you agree with that? sentiment is that the message that gets sent by two teams that were playing teams making it all the way through yeah i disagree because i just think these teams are different kind of playoff teams um because play in teams because i think you know they were not where at all they expected to be you know with just just the makeup of their two rosters going into the season Neither team necessarily thought like, all right, we're going to be a playing team and we'll battle our way through. And that's not to take any credit away from the Lakers or the Heat because they've done incredible to get to this point. Mm-hmm. I think the other thing too is it's just a different kind of year where there was not much separation between Correct. the top couple team outside of the top couple teams in each conference all the way down through to, you know, eight to 10 in the conference. Like it was much tighter, much more parity, even where the win differentials may have been, you know, 10 different or whatever. They're just, you know, at any point, did you feel like the Denver Nuggets were going to roll through to the finals? I didn't. Right. You know, they're again, a very good team. And if they're in the finals, all credit to them. Um, I also never felt like the Celtics were going to roll through to the finals, nor did I feel the Bucs were going to get there. It just felt like, yeah, this is kind of anyone's year. I think home court advantage does mean less, um, but I don't know that the regular season is devalued because we could see as soon as next year, it could be, yeah, being a top one or two, three seed in a conference, more your path is easier. Because if you ask the Lakers in the heat, the answer you're going to get today is it is what it is. This is how we got here. But you ask them, you know, maybe in July, August, when everything has fallen out, however, fell out, they're going to hundred, even if one of those two teams wins the title, they're going to tell you, yeah, that's not how we would pick to to have done it. Uh, Right. Right. Like that's not, you know, you don't want to be playing a bunch of major games on the road and all those sorts of things. So, but yeah, I, so I'm not going to go there. Maybe that's just, you know, I love the, the game i love the nba i love the regular season I, there's some bias built into that for sure but yeah i don't think think it's you know meaningless i guess no I, I agree with you i think that the the circumstances of these specific teams is very different than you what you would see from a typical seven or eight seed yeah. um and, and so i don't think it's now i will say that this is also what the nba wants so maybe this becomes more commonplace because they do want more parity they want what happened in the western conference this year where 
you know, sure. with two weeks to go, fans in Utah were still paying attention to the season because, hey, we still have a chance to be in the playoffs and we haven't just been out of it since November. And, right. I mean, that's the ultimate goal for, for the league is to have that kind of parity. So maybe this does become more commonplace. But for the time being, when I look at these teams, I think that it's not entirely unique, but it's also a bit out of the ordinary to see this situation happen. I think there is still a great benefit to having a successful regular season, not just doing enough to get into the postseason, but actually doing enough to get home court advantage. I think that can matter a lot. I think that just this scenario is a fairly rare one. And again, maybe it becomes less rare into the future, but looking historically, this isn't something that happens all that often. Yeah, it doesn't happen all that often, but the reality is that it has happened before. The Knicks made the the finals sure. as an eight seed, right? They they made it all the way through uh, in a year where it was weird because of the lockout, and it was kind of a sprint to to the to the to the end of the year there. And I think that year, fifty game season, maybe I don't know. I know it was very short. something like that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's it's there are circumstances that are going to lead to things like this. The other thing too is show me how many years the seven seed has LeBron James. And then we can start having a conversation. About it, right? That's it's also true. Like, you know, I mean, what did, you know, it's, you know, even and a, 20 and a years, Jimmy Butler, that is exactly you know, otherworldly yeah. come the postseason. It so. becomes LeBron James in the playoffs, right? right? Like it's, it you know, it's crazy you know, the way, you know, his game levels up. The one thing I do wonder with those two teams is, you know, they, is do they run out of gas at yes. some point, right? Because they not that they've had to they play extended series, but they've had to play pretty hard to get to this point. Again, Boston has had to to Denver really kind of hasn't. They've probably had the easiest path to this point of anybody. But yeah, I, that, that's something I'm you know obviously wondering. You know, at some point is just to some of those shots they've made, especially on the Miami side. Maybe it's just wishful thinking on my part. Is I don't think you're going to keep shooting that way. Like it's just it's not sustainable. To, they've you know. dropped off a ton. I mean, they've, they're yeah. down to they're down yeah. to thirty seven percent from. They were at like 44 percent from three. Even thirty seven still pretty. It's a bit. Uh, it's a bit high yeah. for them. Yeah. It's a bit high so, for them. I mean, the Celtics are at forty percent, which yeah. is a little. But they were a good a three point shooting team of the season. But, but nonetheless, um, yeah. yeah, I think that that it's going to be it's going to be something to keep an eye on because certainly yeah. we've talked about this. Like the Lakers have been holding down the turbo button since February. Yeah, like I don't. Yeah. We'll see if they ultimately have it have enough in the tank in order to get through Denver, get into the finals, have something there. Uh, but it's going to be exciting. It's going to be yes. exciting. This has been it, this has been a really exciting playoffs stretch. Here. It really has been. It's been really good. And as someone who sucked at all the racing games pre Mario Kart because I jack right onto the gas and push down the the turbo or nitrous right from the start and then be done two laps in like yeah I, they, they, they get it you can't do that all the time mario kart's fun because it's not really a thing in mario kart so you know that's, that's why right. i still love mario kart. but but turtle shells are a thing so you got to be careful of those. <laughs> that's right you got to watch out <laughs> got to watch out all right that's going to do it for us today thank you everybody for joining us again try to make us not the best kept secret in NBA media. Make sure you tell a friend about the show. Of course, subscribe over on the NBA Front Office YouTube channel. And don't forget to follow us over on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is you listen to podcasts. Till next time, see ya and stay safe. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. 
If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.